0: Hello and welcome to another episode of AfroLog. We're on episode 16. It feels kind of mad. Um, So thank you so much for joining us. If you're joining us for the first time, please do go on our catalogue of episodes. (laughs) 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 We do have quite a catalogue now. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Google Google Podcasts whatever it is you can find us everywhere so you have absolutely no excuse not to tune in Um, my name is oi i'm your host and afrolog as always is a platform for discussing and debating um, all things african from politics to development and whatnot and today we have a guest who i will ask to introduce herself could you please introduce yourself paula yeah, no problem.
1: Okay, this is the first time I'm doing a podcast, you know. Um <laughs> My name's actually Paula. My middle name's Oyen Kosola. Oh my god, well, we're so twins. I'm, I'm literally, yeah. my, and my name is also Oyen Kosola. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. I just thought you, like, it was just Oyen because one of my friends is Oyen Lola, no. and she was her to Oyin. No, oh, I'm- yeah, <laughs> okay, alright <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, let me get on with the introduction Yeah. So my name's Paula um, I'm the founder of It's a Movement, which is a black empowerment movement I started last year with two of my friends, Shane and Lola um, and basically our goal with It's a Movement is to change mindset, create community amongst black people and empower black people to provoke change for future generations um, aside from that I actually have a footwear company as well called Rayo yes and I modelled like I modeled for it mm. yes <laughs> and I actually need to get in touch with you again because
0: we're doing a release soon so, I'm, I'm ready yeah. my feet are ready okay we're,
2: <laughs> we're, we're, sorry um, Paula where on social media can we see your shoes and, and your website oh, and
0: stuff?
1: sorry so on social media if you follow at Rayo it's R-A with a full stop Y-O so R-A dot Y-O that's um, our Instagram And the website is www.rayo.co.uk. And it's specifically for ladies that wear a UK size 7 to 11. So if you've got big Big feet, (laughs) feet, (laughs) follow at me. That the is, so is too real. real. It really is. It's so real. It's so real. <laughs> <laughs> we need you. <laughs> just Don't again. worry. Just hang in there. Just I've got a long again. plan for this year, so keep an eye out on it. Yeah, oh,
0: definitely check it out. Just, just so that people can hear that again. So the shoot, the footwear social media is R A dot Y O. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, radio, so Rayo. So R A dot Y O, and for Issa Movement, it's Issa I double S A Movement movement on Instagram. Yeah. And Twitter, So it's,
1: quite, it's got an underscore before it, it's a bit confusing. It's underscore It's the movement on Instagram and it's a movement underscore on Twitter. Okay, so <laughs> someone else had the it's a the movement unfortunately.
0: Right. <laughs> Great, and also we do have Kevin again. Kevin, do you want to say hello?
3: Hey, hi, Afro Bowlers, uh, yeah, Afro Bowlers. So, uh, myself, I'm Kevin, uh, I'm the founder of Afro Bowlers, which is a platform uh, mostly on Instagram where we promote uh, African basketball, t- uh, decent uh, African decent basketball talents to the world Mm. and uh, yeah so so I was a guest uh, for a podcast and I'm still a guest now awesome uh,
0: and uh, Kevin is from Togo Benin and Ghana just saying that again if you missed it in the last episode (laughs) mate that's dope (laughs) (laughs) and the rest of the room Hey G-U-A-G Hey On G. Hey. Hey. Other way from Uganda Uganda Yes I like how you said it Yeah yes. <laughs> Yeah man
2: uh, My name's Dami I was born in Lagos No you weren't Wait Where was I born? Uh, uh, uh,
0: <laughs> Wait, wow. I was
2: Yeah I, actually I was I was born near Kitu
0: Really? <laughs> yeah Interesting. Okay. I was I was born in General Hospital, Lagos. Chase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Care House, to be precise. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, anywho. Um. So today, I think we have pretty interesting topics. Um. But I would like Dami to just start. He has a couple of things that he wanted to run through.
2: Yes, we're doing big things. We've been invited to come and present. Afrolog has been invited to come and present at london tech week one of the events um by a company called trader and they're going to be lots of investors there and like tech types and tech people there so it's going to be a really interesting event Mm. the um so yeah so we're encouraging people to come the um some of the proceeds from the event are going towards a a charity in malawi Mm. which uh, facilitates young children learning how to code learning how to use computers and do cool things with computers that they wouldn't otherwise opportun- have the opportunity to do mm. um so that's one reason um we're going to 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 support so yeah so that's london tech week on the 14th of june and um, we'll put a link underneath so if anybody is interested you can get some tickets and come and support us as well
0: awesome went 14th of june
2: that's a friday yeah
0: okay Oh, it's the day after my birthday. Hey. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I'm receiving cash gifts. <laughs> wow. If you feel like blessing me, if you feel oh also also somebody said this recently and I co sign it. I am a size window seat airplane ticket. Thank you for- A girl's trying to get flued out. Okay, okay. Anyway, so we're going to crack on. Um, Our first topic today is going to be led by Paige. And it's basically a discussion of African women's sexual liberation and notions of how sex is perceived on the continent throughout pre-colonial, post-colonial and... I guess, post-post-colonial era now, would it? Yeah, (laughs) post-post-colonial. Yeah,
4: Yeah, so um, sexual liberation, obviously, it's not just an African issue, it's obviously a global issue, but we're just going to tackle it from, um, you know, the perspective of what's going on in Africa. So first of all, um, there's obviously cultures within Africa that basically don't allow women to be sexually free mm. or to even understand their sexual body, like to understand their body and to explore um, who they are as a woman. Mm. Um, I know that in Uganda, there are there's this culture of like, <laughs> a woman has to be very, very subordinate to a man. So everything she does is literally for a man. Sexually, she has to please her man. Um, <laughs> she does not receive anything from that relationship except financial financial gain um and yeah so that's one example of um a a way of how women are actually treated within within Africa um before we go on to what what's going on now but I just want to hear like what you what you guys think about not just that but even what's going on in your countries as well like Mm. um any um any habits or cultural traditions that are within Africa That basically stop women from being who they are FGM Yeah, yeah, we F- talked about FGM. FGM Yeah, yeah, we talked about FGM um, before You guys should check it out Episode episode 13, 13. 13, 13 Yeah, so you should 13. definitely check it out um, And even on that note, actually um, We didn't talk about it But um, there is a cultural practice within Uganda as well Where... Um, women's labia are basically pulled oh
0: my god yeah
4: <laughs> yeah so um it's a part of the Burgundian culture um by the way like this isn't talked about a lot so <laughs> but i'ma talk about it okay yeah, yeah but okay. um yeah so there's that culture with that basically they pull the labia and that's meant to um warm the penis Wait, what? <laughs> okay I pull, pull it out. <laughs> yeah so um is it prior I, there's an instrument? instrument that's used Is it to stretch it? Yeah, so they stretch a labia Oh my gosh And then um, that's meant to basically like um, Help like warm the man Or something of that nature So it's like
0: really flappy Yeah Yeah, yeah Basically. <laughs> okay Okay, that's not funny But yeah, yeah. Are, uh, Some
2: people are made like yeah. that oh,
0: Yeah It's not funny I didn't mean to laugh Yeah, but
4: um, that's just one of an example Of like the ways in which And that is actually considered FGM But um that's just one of the examples of how, um, you know, control—like not controlling, but almost like asserting um, yourself in a woman, or sub- making sure that she's subordinate. That's mm. how much. That's how far it can go mm. to the point where it's literally like physically—it's physically affecting you. And I, one thing I want to mention as well is that um, I don't know if this is the same like with every everywhere in Africa, but I know in Kampala, you can't just go and walk anyhow. Like someone will harass you. Mm. It's just, yeah. there's definitely a culture within Africa, like sexual harassment is just so common and it's, yeah. it's almost mm-hmm. a norm. Mm. And it's just like, again, that's another way of controlling, controlling sexuality. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you guys think about um, how, I want to know, like, h- what do we need to do? First of all, mm-hmm. um, to make sure that women um, are not subordinate to men and that they explore their sexuality more, mm. and um, also if you have any examples of how we've come far mm. from like how far we've come in the situation as well.
0: Okay, I don't know if Paula wants to go. If anybody else wants to go first, yeah, I did. I didn't
1: want to just like be talking over everyone, so I thought I'd wait a bit. I think, um, I think this is a really interesting topic, and I actually feel like. Um, controlling the sexualization of women is something that's like a global issue. Mm. And I know we're like um, speaking specifically about Africa, but then even in places like the UK, I feel like it's just now recently that women are trying to take back control. Women are like trying to own their bodies. Mm. So I feel like even with Africa, it's going to take... And I don't know if there's anything that we can specifically do, mm. like, from here or even by going out there. But I do think it's just, like, a learning process. It's a changing of mindset because the whole um, being subordinate to men, that's something that has been ingrained, like, for generations upon generations upon generations. So I think it's difficult to change what people already know. Mm. Um I think from what I can see, honestly, I'm going to be honest, guys, I haven't been to Nigeria since I was like six, so it's been a long time, Mm. but um, I feel like from what I can see, especially with things like social media, people out there are becoming more aware, especially like the younger generation of people, Mm. they're more aware, they're more advanced with these kind of things, so I do feel like there is a shift, Mm. um, a generational shift, Mm. and I think that's all that can really be done. That's what I think anyway.
0: Um, I think even like historically women have always been have historically women have owned their sexuality. I think mm-hmm. that the the influence of colonialism really changed the dynamics between men and women on the continent mm-hmm. in, in Africa, because you have situations where um, women have children with multiple men. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. that still happens now For example Maybe even in our parents' generation That yeah. you can see that yeah. So it's a thing where Women have always Been sexual beings It's not just a, a mm. new A, a new, new, thing. new thing It's just for like during colonial times that was much more women women were much more shamed and that's because of the influx of christian doctrines as well as to some as well as islamic doctrines because um a lot of africa was also colonized by the arabs and so i think in terms of women owning their sexuality i would say it's more of a colonial post-colonial problem rather than a pre a pre-colonial issue because men and women have always been very sexual beings at least on the continent i mean africa has is notorious i mean we are throughout history and even till now for polygamous and polyamorous relationships Mm so it's not like a a, a phenomenon Mm -hmm. that women suddenly now are sexually you know Active all of a sudden Or something like Or like yeah. even vocal about it yeah. As well And I would say honestly Those who Practice for example A mixture of um, uh, what, what would you call them Christianity, Ju- Judaism, whatever, Abrahamic, the- Abrahamic, Abrahamic religions. religions. I would say it's more those of us that sh- strictly practice those that tend to want to confine women's, women's sexualities yeah. than those who practice traditional, traditional beliefs. The yes. Traditional She's beliefs that ocean. we've had. Ocean, ocean. Oshun. Oshun, yeah. Oshun, the goddess of, the goddess of fertility. Oh of, yeah, of fertility. Yeah. So I'm just, from Oshun states, just, by the way.
4: Okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like that's an example of like um you know, um ancestral um traditions that actually that actually appreciate women as well. And yeah, I because I I thought about that. I was like, well, like there are certain traditions that actually appreciate a woman and and appreciate that she that she is a sexual being like as you've mentioned and that's mm. obviously pre-colonial um ideas and stuff mm. and um traditions but yeah i i agree with you definitely like i think sometimes especially maybe in the media it does seem as though um you know africa's like in the past. Mm. Like they I mean, yeah, like they they don't like they need to be in the times of like sexual liberations and stuff like that. But um there are certain movements that I want to highlight as well. Um I think I think it's in in South Africa, there's this thing called Hobie's Life. Now that <laughs> might trigger some people, whatever. But look, yeah. <laughs> Just taking their power back. It's it's a, it's like a movement basically for um mm. women to take their power back and um just be sexually free and just um be themselves. Mm. Um there's another um there's another thing as well called um the nude revolution. Mm. So it's where like women um basically they basically share pictures of themselves. Um and it's it's a way of in like, the nude. Yeah, in person. the nude. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's just a way of women understanding the like actually seeing themselves as sexual beings for themselves mm. um, rather than for um, another man. Mm. Um, and also just like, again, like being aware of your sexual body and exploring that. Mm. And I think that again, that's not something that's shown a lot in the media. Mm. Even um, there was another, there was a Nigerian um, author who's actually doing like erotic fiction Okay. Her name is Chioma Oguebu, please. If I butchered that. Can name, I see I it? Can I, I see maybe <laughs> I can see it?
0: Yeah. So you say it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so say name, right for me. <laughs> okay, I can't say it either because it's Igbo. Yeah. But I'm gonna try. So her name is Chioma Ogwebu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um
4: again, that's that's a good example of um different ways that that people are actually um making sure that women in africa um are exploring their sexuality or at least discussing it anyway mm. and by the way um men are obviously our allies in this situation yeah so we want to hear Kevin from you guys Dami. it takes two to tango it really does take two. i mean come on come on and oh my gosh i don't know if you guys ever think about this but like you know do you guys have like kitchen parties mm-hmm. do you know what that is mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
4: so you know how they they like say oh do this do that like do this Dude, this
0: is what kitchen parties like before yeah. you get
4: married yeah before you get married what does what
2: does this mean like a like a, a bridal shower
4: yeah kind of like a bridal shower so um in most of these like in in Uganda or in East Africa anyway um a lot of these kitchen parties they say stuff like oh, okay this is what you need to do to please your husband mm. okay
2: you need to do this when you have I that was, conversation you I need was, to do
0: I that at a bridal party and my mother was telling the the do to this Yes yeah, so. And I was just like Yeah I need to get out Because <laughs> I really yes. don't want to be Hearing my mother they'll
4: Talking be, about They'll say. be telling you What you need to do To please the man But the only thing is Is that we got to remember That women again also, women need to need be, to be pleased. pleased please me please me, baby. okay and a lot of men like because because women especially black women they're not as open with their partners mm. and a lot of the time they may not be satisfied mm. and then they're just left to just keep quiet okay but, we're gonna ask the guys to come in again like that's the why it's important for us to yeah be sexual beings but yeah guys the floor is yours. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Let's do this.
2: First, firstly, I don't, I don't, I'm actually not a fan of those. Um, You, you mentioned the erotic novels. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I don't know. It's, I've just never been a fan of them. I think they kind of create unrealistic expectations. I can agree yeah, with that. But, fair enough. But yeah. anyway, um... What was what was the last point you guys were talking about? The kitchen parties, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm actually not against kitchen parties because we I need f- a man. I do...
4: Men need to have kitchen
2: but, parties, but that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> that's the point. Because like it, at the same time, like I like I know I'm still gonna have a conversation with my people. Like, all right, guys, you know this is really? how we're gonna. Actually, actually, true. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. In the, maybe not in the same way. Yeah. But we're still going to have a conversation about this is how to treat her, and this That's is what nice. this is. Well,
4: not everyone's going to have that.
2: Yeah, I think most of us will. Really? Well, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like your boys well, are going to yeah. give you tips. Boys, would
0: so You guys would literally like you're doing your bachelor party. You'd be like, "This is you how you'll be talking this about, is about how that. you do it. This is how you ensure that she reaches her peak." Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? I I
3: <laughs> think they most they mostly tell you how to treat the woman. Nice. Yeah, people. exactly. Yeah. The woman or that's you have to take care of the woman. Yeah. We
2: we we do we wouldn't we probably wouldn't talk about sex, but we probably talk really? about yeah, we probably that talk is about, surprising. Yeah, no, no, You don't talk to a man about how to have sex with his wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: Maybe that needs to change. Be, that's the problem.
2: <laughs> hey, what's the issue?
3: What th- what's the issue there? <laughs> You know what I mean, like. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> no, because I actually was watching um, a video recently about a woman. She's a sex therapist, um, and she was. It went viral on Twitter actually, and she was talking a lot. And I don't mean to sound like some kind of sex guru. I'm quoting, okay. Um, she was talking about why she basically. Um, what's the word? She basically referred to men intercourse between male and. Female as essentially women just allowing men to jack off inside. Okay, them. yeah, mm. and not actually providing actual pleasure because actual pleasure a lot of times is in the clitoris and a lot of men don't know how to work with the clitoris. And anyway, <laughs> <laughs> <all I> <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. It's, <laughs> it's a little hot. Okay, oh, it's a little. She's getting I'm a bit. Flustered. <laughs> 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 anyway, guys. Anyway, so and. There's, so there's that So I think maybe perhaps Men do need to have the type of kitchen parties Where yeah. they are more open About things that they could Possibly struggle with sexually And ensure that you know There's more openness mm. In talking about sex Because everybody's having sex mm.
3: I yeah, think so yeah, Instead in of cool, have yeah. a kitchen party I think a man would go to a sex expert and
0: Wait, Really? Like, you, you know, why would you pay someone Where you can do get you know free what? advice?
2: Do, one thing I will say is that W- women are a bit more sexually complex. So, like... And
3: they talk more than we do. Than- yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Agreed. But no, no, but I'm just saying, like, seriously, like like you're saying about the clitoris, like, some women, it's vaginal. Most, I mean, their, their highest is, um, the highest pleasure comes from vaginal. Some is clitoris. Some you need to stimulate both. And so on. So, I think women are a bit more sexually complicated like that, which is part of the reason why, you know, men may not necessarily be great at, that like kind of understanding like let's say it's a one night stand situation like well you know i didn't really know what your thing was but <laughs> i'm just i'm just making
3: excuses i mean
0: <laughs> but i because i do think like even media and even through porn and I don't, i'm not a consumer of porn i'm strongly against it anyway but anyway um a lot of sex has been put pop- the onus has always been put on women, yeah. generally, in terms of giving pleasure yeah. rather than receiving pleasure.
1: Imp- I, like and, is you know. something. No, I think this kind of comes back to the whole subordination thing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like women are always rude to please men, do things for men, do things men. Like, it's never really the other way around. Mm-hmm. I think um when, well, I say this, but I feel like when men are being raised, it's like raised to be the provider financially, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. So yeah. they need to be taught other things as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you know what? I, I, Especially
1: for, oh, sorry. No, sorry. no, please go on, go on, go on. Go on. I was just gonna say, especially like within African households, I feel like boys are kind of like their royalty in the house. Like mm. they don't get raised to do like the cleaning, the cooking and things like that. And these are just life skills that people need to know, regardless of whether they're men or women. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But well, um I think that over time, you know, um men are being aware of what's happening. Was a dynamic between a man and a woman. And, um, I think mostly because the media is, being, is is changing how we see things at the moment. Uh, yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's also giving a voice to women. So yeah. the, you, you can see women displaying mm-hmm. themselves in a way that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But you can also see, there's a lot of people doing the vlogging and those type of things. And you can see how women are treat. um, or, I mean, the type of relationships some women are having with their uh, husband mm. or boyfriends. And that can also inspire you to change how you are with your own partner. Yeah. So, um, like, uh, the topic is liberation of women. Uh, I think if you see it over time, um, we can actually see evolution, I think, thanks to the media. That's mostly what, I got, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's not just just about sex. It's also the things that come after sex. So, for example, um, in America, there's been a whole issue about abortion laws. And it just caused me to do just a little bit of research on um, the abortion rights and, and, uh, that women have in in Africa. And Tunisia is the only country in Africa that allows women to have abortions without a reason. Okay. Oh, wow. Um. Wow. Yeah. Tunisia is, oh wait, sorry. No, it's Tunisia, South Africa and Cape Verde. Okay. So that's three countries. And Zambia is the only country to allow women to have abortions and um, to save the life of the women. Uh, both physically and mentally, the rest yeah. of the country, the rest of the continent, have a lot of different rules different yeah. caveats and stuff. Yeah. Okay, and there are some countries that outrightly just ban it. Ban it. Yeah. Um. So, th- and that's that's a huge proportion of the world. Yeah. yeah it is. If, if we if we really think about it, because Africa is one of the largest, one of the most populous continents yeah. um, in the world, mm. and. Shockingly, as at 2012 or 2014, I think it was, Mm. in Africa, 26% of abortions were actually made done by married women. Oh, And so it's not just single people that are getting abortions. It's also married women. Mm -hmm. So it's a very like, it's very disheartening. To see women, whether single-married or whatever, being picked at um, for for that issue. Mm. There's also the issue of the Abuja raid on on women. Basically, policemen just went into clubs one night and started arresting women um, and accused them of being prostitutes just for the sake of it um, they were trying to fill some type of quota and there was also the issue about um the fact that a lot of them for example for release to be released from from police custody were raped uh, like rape was oh bail gosh. basically
2: it was part of the deal
0: it was part of the deal and it's a, it's a it's a really it's a really disheartening situation that this is actually while even though there's a lot of progress yeah, is still... there's still a lot of Work to be done. Yeah, in Nigeria there was there was a protest against market men touching up on women when they go to buy stuff in the market. So why? Yeah, and it People was like it was a real thing where and it's, it doesn't just happen yeah, that happens in a Nigeria. lot in, in, in Uganda like
4: as well. It, it happens, happens across the
0: it happens across the um it happens across the continent. So I think we're gonna leave it for there today. Um, and then in our next episode we'll explore. A lot more things. But thank you so much for listening to us on this episode. It was great having you, Paula. It was great having you, Kevin. Um, Till next time, this is Afrolog.